Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, June 27th, 2023. Today's poem is by an American poet named Frank O'Hara, who was born March 27th, 1926, lived until July 25th, 1966. O'Hara is one of the more notable and influential poets of the middle of the 20th century. His notable books included lunch poems and meditations in an emergency. And he and poets like John Ashbery were part of the New York School, which was uh, a big part of the New York art world in the 50s and 60s. He even became a curator at the Museum of Modern Art for a little while. The poem that I'm going to read today is called Cambridge. And frankly, it's not a great summer poem. It's a winter poem. But it's so hot here in North Carolina today that I felt like contemplating the cold a little bit. So here is today's poem, Frank O'Hara's Cambridge. It is still raining, and the yellow-green cotton fruit looks silly round a window giving out on winter trees with only three drab leaves left. The hot plate works. It is the sole heat on earth. An instant coffee. I put on my warm corduroy pants, a heavy maroon sweater, and wrap myself in my old maroon bathrobe. Just like Pasternak and Marburg, they say Italy and France are colder, but I'm sure that Germany is at least as cold as this. And lacking the master's inspiration, I may f- freeze to death before I can get out into the white rain. I could have left the window closed last night, but that's where hell comes from. His breath from the Urals drawing me into flame like a forgotten cigarette. Burn. This is not negligible, being poetic, and not feeble, since it's sponsored by the greatest living Russian poet at incalculable cost. Across the street, there is a house under construction, abandoned to the rain. Secretly, I shall go work on it. One of the characteristics of these artists who were part of the New York school during this time, during the 50s and 60s, was that they drew inspiration from things like jazz and surrealism and abstract expressionism. And um, they were influenced by a wide variety of artists, including in O'Hara's case, the poet William Carlos Williams, who wrote uh, The Red Wheelbarrow. And uh, as you can tell here in this poem, Boris Pasternak, one of the great Russian writers of the 20th century, who is most famous for writing Dr. Zhivago. Pasternak was a very famous writer during his time. He even won the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1958, but was forced by the Communist Party of the Soviet Union to not accept the prize. It wasn't until the late 80s when Pasternak's son accepted the award uh, for him. And O'Hara kind of wears his influences on his sleeve. O'Hara is famously described as a poet whose work was like, quote, entries in a diary. And in 1959, he wrote, quote, I don't like rhythm, assonance, all that stuff. You just go on your nerve. If someone's chasing you down the street with a knife, you just run. You don't turn around and shout, give it up. I was a track star for Mineola Prep. End quote. You can see that sense of humor that he was known for. O'Hare was known as a very open, inviting, uh, gregarious guy who who had many friends. And um, unfortunately, he died at the age of forty, I believe, um, in a in a car accident. But he became very influential uh, on uh, the artists of his era, the ones that su- that survived him. 
supposedly in the summer of 1951, O'Hara read a, an article by a critic named Paul Goodman in the Kenyan Review. And you can read more about this just on Wikipedia if you want. But in that, Goodman argues that writers have to, quote, articulate the deep-seated personal disquiet felt across the culture but left unvoiced, end quote. This was what encouraged O'Hara to write in the style that he wrote, the style that we see here in this poem, Cambridge. You can certainly see in this poem the diary-like nature of his work. But that's not unusual. Many poets feel like you can, feel like their work comes from a diary. Certainly O'Hara stands out for how vivid the images are and for the particularity, the specificity of those images. But as with many great poets, he's contemplating the notion of creativity, the notion of poetry itself, the notion of poetry making. And I think this is a poem about inspiration. Pasternak's breath from the Urals, the, the mountain, that's a mountain Russian range, drawing me into flame, O'Hara writes here, like a forgotten cigarette. Burn, he writes, burn, exclamation point, right in the middle of a line. This is not negligible being poetic, and it's not feeble, he says. And then he ends with this image of the, the house across the street under construction, abandoned to the rain. No one's working on it right now because of the rain. It's just sitting there, half built in process, it's not yet the sum of its parts. And secretly, O'Hara says, I shall go work on it. I'll make something of it. I'll continue forward and we'll see what happens. Um, I love the way at the beginning of this poem, he, he's gearing himself up for the work. He's putting on a uniform almost. He's putting on his work clothes, the, the maroon sweater and the warm corduroy pants. And he's, he's turning to his muse, his inspiration, his coach before he gets to work. But now that this, the stage is set, the scene is set, it's time to get to it. So I'll read it one more time. This is Cambridge by Frank O'Hara. It's still raining, and the yellow-green cotton fruit looks silly around a window giving out on winter trees with only three drab leaves left. The hot plate works. It's the sole heat on earth, an instant coffee. I put on my warm corduroy pants, a heavy maroon sweater, and wrap myself in my old maroon bathrobe. Just like Pasternak and Marburg, they say Italy and France are colder, but I'm sure that Germany is at least as cold as this. And lacking the master's inspiration, I may freeze to death before I can get out into the white rain. I could have left the window closed last night. Ah, but that's where health comes from. His breath from the Urals, drawing me into flame like a forgotten cigarette. Burn! This is not negligible being poetic, and not feeble since it's sponsored by the greatest living Russian poet at incalculable cost. Across the street there is a house under construction, abandoned to the rain. Secretly, I shall go work on it. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. and click the link in the show notes as well. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm David Kern. Till next time, happy reading.